folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, it's Corey Poindexter here with your boy. It's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, Bob. Barfickety. It's me. Today on the Small Package Show. It's Small Package, guys. Raw happened. It did. Smackdown happened. They were both pre-taped. There's no pay-per-view this week. Not this week. Try next week. So we're going to fill in the blanks with some family feud. Nothing really happened. All that and more today on an awesome episode of the Small Package Show. It's going to be fun. the show guys so yeah we're here how you feeling bud i'm fine you're doing all right i'm fine cool you're still in court oh my gosh guys jury duty sucks another another week guys just skip jury duty if you get it just skip it just do it yeah. skip it who wants there's to- no penalties trust me you have five definitely not jail time we're fine uh Dude, when yours looked, I've gotten jury duty before, and I got like the normal, like yellow tinted uh-huh. Queen's jury. Yours was the grand jury. Got that purple. Tint. It was, it was alarming to see it when you got it out of the mailbox because I was like, "Why is yours a different?" Oh, and yours wasn't like the you might get selected. Yours was like, "You're in it, your son." So you got what five five more days left? Five more days. You're free on Friday. Yeah. You and uh, I know that my wife doesn't take well when I say this, but you look tired. <laughs> you you look you look exhausted, dude. I'm, I'm very ready for it to be done. Yeah, I am also not at tip top peak performance. I have been sick this week, which was fun at work. Um, this episode's coming up late this weekend. I'm hoping it's just up tonight because it's Sunday while we're recording. Uh, Jesus Christ, I've just like. I don't know if it was allergies. Kayla got hit with the allergies thing. I that's what people told me. This sucks. Being sick. Not fun. No. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. Yeah. And on top of all of that, on top well, of Well, at least I'm not sick in jury <laughs> That would be miserable. <laughs> Although, hey, maybe if I like if it's not allergies, maybe if I like lick your face and get you sick, you can just get out of last week. No, no, I think I'd rather go five more days of jury duty than get sick now. Yeah. It was at the start, like whatever. Sure. But did you ever think about like not to make light of anything, but just self harm to get out of jury duty? Like cut your own toe off with like Uh, like a wire cutter? Just like I think I'll just bear it out at this point. (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry, I won't make it to jury duty today. Why not, Bob? Uh, I I'm I'm missing missing a limb. You don't even got to go that deep. I think just cutting off a pinky toe. Just a digit. Yeah, just a pinky toe. I'm one digit down. They, what if they were just like, you got nine left. Get in here. We need you to determine if this case can proceed. See, hey, I'm, I'm remembering. Right, you're getting it. The, the first, like, seven times that I was, like, talking about Bob's jury, dude, right. I was like, like, what case is it? It's like, I can't. It, it's, an, it's a lot. And I can't tell you. It's too much. I can't handle this. There's too many people. Because even, like, if it was a normal jury, I'd tell, I could tell you. Because sure. those are public like right. you could in theory haul your ass down to the courtroom and see you for yourself right but you like, just couldn't you couldn't tell me anything that happened like backstage sure like 
Juror number seven's a dick. Yeah, no, but I could tell you all about what was going on. This guy murdered this guy, and these are the uh, this is the evidence, and these are the witnesses. But this one, like, quick question: how yeah. do they how do they feed you there? They don't. They just send you out for lunch. Yeah. Huh. Well, th- we usually end up getting like fucking two hours long lunch. That's a long lunch. It's unbearable. When you consider that I'm there for six hours and 15 minutes on average, two-hour lunch, that's a quarter of the time. You, and then add on to the fact that we don't do anything. Well, it's a, a third of the time. My bad. Okay. Oh, well, I, I was off, Math is off in my rent, rant. Uh, and then add in the fact that we usually don't do anything in the first hour. That's half the time just wasted. End rant. Is there anywhere good to eat around? No, that's also the worst part. This is at Kew Gardens, right? Yeah, there's pretty much all you got. Like within easy walking distance is a McDonald's and a Subway. Uh, there's also isn't there? Um, if I remember correctly, because I think I went to the Kew Gardens Queens Courthouse for my civil suit. Um, isn't there like there's like a diner that's just called like the Courthouse Diner? If there is, I haven't walked that far because all I've been doing is just bringing a sandwich and sure. just eating it. Sure. Because, like, if I'm going to do this, I might as well just save money and not right. eat out every day and just eat fucking peanut butter and yeah, save my ass, like, ten bucks every day. Sure. Because even going to McDonald's, it's still going to be, like, eight, nine bucks. Sure, sure, yeah. For a combo. Mm-hmm. I just remember there was this little place called the Courthouse Diner where they had all of their sandwiches, had, like, cute court-themed names. The bailiff, yeah. the plaintiff, the... Defendant. Sure. The Jared Fogel. The gavel. The gavel. <laughs> oh, man. They they do pay you, though, right? Ish. I should be getting $800 after this. Nice. I mean, yeah, but it's been a month of work. Not Would nice. you like an $800 check for a month of work? No. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I'm good. <laughs> but it is only on the weekdays. That's good. That's Fair. good. Yeah, it's six hours and 15 minutes every Monday through Friday. Well, yeah. It's weird. They have us there like at 8.30, or we have to be there at 9.30 every day. Sharp. And like, that's when you got to be in. Sharp. But like I said, you do nothing for like the first definitely 30 minutes, generally an hour, hmm. uh, sometimes even longer. We got to when you're free for next week's episode, it'll be the predictions episode for backlash. Yeah. But we should definitely have a Bob Court segment. I'll get I'll get a little gavel. Be like, dun, all right. Dun. First case. Dun, Bob, <laughs> in the case of in the case of Apollo Cruz's push, how do you find the defendant WWE? guilty bomb bomb anyway case closed i mean um you're doing the anyway like we have something to get to yeah like we have somewhere to be. we well we could close the show right now like seven minutes total let's close her out good night folks follow us on twitter uh raw and smackdown definitely happened yeah i mean uh, it should be noted that it they were both pre-taped shows because they were in, in london mm-hmm at the O2 Arena. Bruh, bruh, bruh. And that's funny, too, because uh, Ollie Davis is the current host of Russell Talk TV. Okay. Um, which also, just a quick side in terms of we were talking about it, there also wasn't a lot of wrestling news. Uh, Russell Talk TV is trying to get back to its uh, original 
stuff because it started off as like an interview show. They would have big name wrestlers come on and do interviews for Wrestle Talk TV. And the last couple of years, it's kind of lost funding and kind of gone to just Ollie Davis hosting the Wrestle Talk News. <coughs> and generally speaking, he's he's one of those people who puts out there, oh, like, yeah, the TV product is kind of hit or miss, but the live events going live is awesome. And he had gone to the Monday Night Raw taping for, uh, were they in London for that? Yeah. Um, At the O2 Arena. Right, right. And uh, he was like, I can't recommend going live to Raw anymore because it's just, it's just too long. And from the Raws that I've gone to, I, I can concur that it feels so long. In between like the like commercial breaks, there's just nothing happening. Yeah. Like we, at Extreme Rules, when we went to the pay per view, it was still fun. Well, yeah, because they never really stopped. Right. There's like sometimes when the video packages are happening, but they're also happening in the arena usually. Um, there's very few times where they're like cutting to commercial, except during like the kickoff part. You know when you know the Dudleys came out for their match, and then there was just like a period of time sure, where it was just ads. Sure. <laughs> but generally speaking, once the show started, it was on. Um, but from my experience as well on Raws, it's just being three hours plus. Yeah. And when those. Because then the, after they even go three plus hours for the show, then they don't usually do dark matches, right? Yeah. And, it's, uh, and, and sometimes it's dark matches, and sometimes it's just like dark, goofy, fun shit. Like uh, one of the ones that I went to was when Dean had the hot dog cart. And then afterwards, him and Cena took turns going to the corner turnbuckles and being like, yeah, and then like, oh, um, but yeah, it's just, man, when it's like, because sometimes when it's the commercial break in a match, it's fine. The match is still happening. Yeah. But once it's like just a commercial and they're just like, I'm doing my entrance and doing my entrance, I'm going to stand here. You know how they come back from commercial and the entrance music's still playing? It's playing the entirety of the time during the commercial break. And honestly, three plus minutes of that entrance, sometimes music. longer, it feels like. And they would just go, you know, to the corner and like, yay. And then they go to the other corner. Yay. And then they just sort of stand there against the ropes and just sort of chill. And then you see the ref or somebody come up and go, OK, c- we're coming back in five, four. And then the person starts to get off the ropes and like act again. But man, it, it, even Ollie Davis, who's usually a very like upbeat person, was just like, yeah, raw taping not ideal. Yeah, it's like four hours long. Not to even mention, though, he his, because it was pre-taped, shouldn't even have as many of the lulls as a normal one because they can just place commercial breaks how yeah. they want. Yeah. Um, right? So, they don't have to do the goofy-ass entrances because they can just cut to a commercial and sure. cut back. And I've, you know, I've heard SmackDowns are fun. I've not been to a SmackDown. I've heard that those, because they're, again, they're two hours plus yeah. two or five live. So it's at least fun. Uh, house shows I've heard are great, like just and WWE no live events. And 205 live. Yeah, that too. I've heard that WWE just live event house shows are really fun. I'd love uh-huh. to go. Um, and I know they're doing another one at MSG. So oh yeah, that could be fun. I mean, tickets would probably be outrageous, but um, and obviously we recommend going to live events for indies. Like Evolve has just been great. We might check out this tier one show. Yeah, man, this tier one wrestling. They got a huge amount of big names. I've been friended by a few people related to this promotion, so maybe they're listening. If you guys are listening, we would super be interested in going to the show and talking to you guys. If you're listening, if you hear us. 
Hello, hello, hello. Is anybody out there? DM us if you hear me. <laughs> the 2017 version. Um, all right, so let's just get to this. Raw opened up in London. Uh, no, no phone box though. I know they didn't really do any flagrantly British things. Really, the only thing that they did was on SmackDown, which we'll get to that for the uh, Brizongo. Sure. So Raw opens up with Dean Ambrose being like, "I'm Dean Ambrose, and I'm in charge because Kurt Angle's not here." Okay, sure. Dean's in charge. And then he puts Miz into a match. And then Miz comes out and is like, whoa, I'm co-GM for the night because Stephanie said so. It's like, okay, so there's your there's your overarching storyline. Story. Uh, Miz has a match with Finn Balor uh, that Dean puts on. He wins via DQ because Miz himself as GM said ring the bell because he made it look like Finn hit the ref or tricked Finn. And I don't remember how that sequence went. Yeah. He, he pushed fat Finn into the ref or something. I think so. Um, so yeah, that happened and it, it is what it is. Um, and they, Dean comes out, says restart the match. They restart the match and Finn just squashes him. Uh huh. So your number one contender for the IC belt looks not great coming out of that, but uh, Finn looks good. Well. Uh, Miz makes a match later in the night for Ambrose to face Bray Wyatt. Uh, one of the things that I did like from this show okay. was this backstage se- se- segment with, uh, t- with uh, not Tamina, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. They're doing the whole big bodyguard. Yeah. I'll help you because you're going to give, me a, give shot. me a shot later on. Um, deal. And I thought that it was really interesting just when Nia was like, did you mean all those things you said about me when you said I was awesome? And I was like, oh, cool. They're actually calling back to the coronation. Yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. And Nia was like, all right. If you and Alexa said like, yeah, I meant all those things in a clearly eye rolling. But yeah, like I'd also don't want to get fucking destroyed away. And Nia is just like, oh, that's I like that. You have a new best friend until I get my title shot. It's like okay, like this is an interesting dynamic. I'm into it. Uh-huh. I'm not super into Mickey James feeling kind of not as important. I mean, she's in the hunt ish, but I kind of thought she'd be more prominent front runner than sort mm-hmm. of in the pack. Um, but hey, uh, that happened. Um, and uh. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, what happened? They were in the tag team turmoil, right? I don't know. There was a tag team turmoil, I feel sure. like. Um, where uh, all the tag teams fought each other and it ended up with Sheamus and Cesaro winning. Uh, they did a cool another cool promo, I guess, with uh, Golden Truth. Being like, this is our big shot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, big that opportunity. Whole thing. They definitely like made the Golden Truth hot little baby faces for a second, and then let Seamus and Cesaro squash all over them. Yeah, they they did that. Um, which 
I don't know. It's it it's, helps build heat, and it's not necessarily Golden Truth's time for a push if they're gonna do it, right? Um, but I feel like they should definitely get one more because those dudes are old. Like yeah. Goldust, I think is forty nine or something, and our truth is like forty two. Yeah, granted, our truth can like still fucking go. Right. Well, both of them can really, but still, they got to be looking at ending their careers soon. I think it'd be cool to give them one last little thank you push. Push. You know, even and even if they wind up not winning or holding the titles very briefly, uh huh. Something cool to send them out on. Uh huh. Um. Uh, and so, man, this the the rest of this show is just sort of. It was spotty for sure. Braun Strowman had a match Bennett. with Kalisto because of fucking course he did. And I, how do you feel about Kalisto's new like look and entrance? It's interesting. It, it it so again, you don't watch Lucha Underground, but it's very Drago esque. Sure. Um, which I'm going to catch up on that at some point here. Sorry, my wife and I have been binging the Great British Baking Show, and uh, yeah, but uh, baby takes priority. Yeah, um, I like how he's kind of turning himself into like the new Raw Sami Zayn. Sure, um, because I like Kalisto, right? Um, so I'm on board mm-hmm. if it leads to more Kalisto. That's cool. Um, and Braun, Braun one armed, he's in a sling, uh, wins. Yeah. Uh, well, technically loses bad DQ, but had crushed Kalisto up to that point. Sure. And then Roman Reigns comes in all taped up, all taped up. And then they just kind of <sighs> duke it out. Sure. And allegedly the news is that with Braun's injury, he's going to be out at least for the next Raw pay-per-view, possibly also out Great Balls of Fire. They haven't ruled him out, but it sounds like backstage they're booking an alternative for Brock Lesnar on the assumption that Braun might not be ready to go. So they at least have a solid backup. Yeah, I wrote an article about that on iDigi. I tried to read it. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. Well, no, actually, it was a different one. No, no, I, I, like, I went to look that up. Because you had mentioned that you're writing that article, oh, and then I tried to open it up, and then pop ups and videos autoplayed, yeah, and then it crashed. It's just the the worst. How long ago did I do that test panel? Oh, was that like two winters ago? Just don't. Sorry. <laughs> Happy thoughts, Bob. Happy uh, thoughts. So, yeah, it's just like, what are they gonna do? They they have Brock Lesnar win the title in April right at the start of April, and then they just kind of not mention the belt at all for a month plus, yeah. and then just now are, like, teasing the fact that it still exists. Sure. And then the guy who they're starting to hint towards the first match coming in July yeah. is now out. So... Who knows, man? But there's still kind of technically three people owed a rematch. Yeah. But, granted... I see one of them isn't on the show anymore. Sure. He's on SmackDown, so he doesn't count. Sure. Uh, one guy probably doesn't want his rematch, and that's Goldberg, and that's fine. Sure. And then that leaves Finn, which is I'm, what I'm assuming. 
that they're going to book towards. I hope. I it, it makes the most logical sense that yeah. they kind of let Finn and Bray do their thing at Extreme Rules. From kayfabe, it makes total sense. Yeah, because Bray and Finn can do a thing at Extreme Rules, which is in June. Sure. And then for Great Balls of Fire, leave Finn open for. I just don't know if you want to put somebody who has had concussion risk in a match with the suplex machine or suplex city suplex machine is Taz, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, uh, at least they need to get him on fucking TV soon. Like even if he doesn't fight at least Heyman. Sure. Like even Heyman hasn't showed up. Who knows? I mean, like my dad, Brock Lesnar and blah, blah, blah. He's the champ. You all suck. So Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe get into a tussle. And fine. It is what it is. Uh, that's just kind of this whole raw. Can we just be done with this raw? Like yeah. nothing else happened, really. Sasha Banks fought Alicia Fox. Whatever. Uh, TJ Perkins did something. <laughs> oh, and then uh, the main event, uh, you know, Bray wins against Dean, but only they protected Dean in a way by making it so that he took a belt shot. And then still kicked out and then needed the sister Abigail after the bell shot to get pinned, which is good that they kept Dean looking strong. But at the same time, it's like it made Bray look not as strong. The fact that he was only able to put Dean away with a belt shot from the Miz and then a sister Abigail. Like, man, it's just like they keep booking Bray to look kind of weak and shitty. And like you didn't need Bray versus Dean on this fucking card. Like, you could have booked Bray against a jobber, or you could have booked Bray against some mid-card talent, you know, and had him look good. Yeah. And then, hey, maybe book Dean versus Braun, and then have the the Roman Reigns run in there. It would feel fitting, at least. I mean... Somewhat. And not wrong? I don't know. Hashtag CB point next year for WWE creative. It's too long of a t- hashtag. We got to work on that. Uh, so let's just fucking move on. So SmackDown happened. SmackDown, I thought was there was some there was some stuff that was better, and then there was some stuff that was not better, and then it was just sort of again, you know, live from the old foggy apple, as Brizongo have gone to calling every place the something apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna blow through this. You know, Randy Orton comes out. Then Jinder and the Singh brothers come out. And then uh, Kevin Owens comes out, Faces of America, and says that, you know, nobody should be talking about any of these guys. They should be talking about him. (sighs) Then, uh, you know, uh, at some point, AJ comes out and Sami Zayn comes out and uh, who was the third person? On the heel side, uh, it was it was gender and KO and a tall biker Baron Corbin 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 tall biker. That's and then Sami Zayn. Is that the feud that's going on right now? Am I am I am I crazy right now? Corbin Sami. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember them fighting at all, but sure, maybe it's me. It possibly me. But anyway, so we're going to have a six-man tag team match. Play 
news to end the show. But who gives a shit? Something Sammy did a backstage segment where he was trying to like do like a pep rally or some shit. That was whatever. Uh, so then Brizongo is the highlight of the show, right? We can disagree that Brizongo. Oh, for sure, Brizongo stole the, the highlight show. of wrestling for the week. Uh, so uh, Tyler Breeze was dressed up as a Bobby, and Fandango was dressed up as Sherlock Holmes, and they did more of their fashion files. It was great. Um, <coughs> they found like paint spilled, and they were like, "Is it the Uggos? Is it?" this person that person and ultimately it's the ascension and then brizongo beats the ascension it it was great um natalia defeated becky lynch after a bunch of outside nonsense distraction stuff so carmella tamina james ellsworth and natalia the welcoming committee uh you know they did their thing uh charlotte is still doing the sort of like is she face is she heal stuff? <coughs> it was fine. Um, you know, I'm glad that they're giving continuity to the women's story. Um, and to be honest, it's also it's also like good to see that the women can have a storyline that's fine even when it's not for the belt. Yeah. And it's not bad, it's just but it's just not as great as some of their previous stories. So it's fine. I'm not gonna be mad about it, but it is what it is. Um, and then we close the show with the six man tag and gender ends up being on top. Yeah. So there you go. Somehow we spent like 20 minutes and we're able to recap all of it. That was raw and SmackDown. Uh, there's no pay-per-view this week. It's next, it's next week. So this upcoming week is the go home show for SmackDown for SmackDown. Um, Oh, who knows the way they're doing things now. We might just have four or five raw matches on there. Ha. Um, uh, so what do we, we have, Known for the card, the gender V Randy Orton. Randy mm-hmm. and AJ V KO. Sure. And I'm assuming they're Charlotte do, and Naomi. I don't know if they're doing the title match. I think that they might have a six woman tag. Oh, right. Yeah. Because of this whole welcoming committee versus that's, that's the others. probably true. Like as much as I think that they should have a women's title match. I think that is this their last pay per view till SummerSlam. I don't know. That can't be SummerSlam's in August, bro. Yeah, but it'd be like March. They didn't have one in March. Uh, WWE pay per views 2017. Dude, I'm already on it. You're already on it. You already beat me to the punch, dude. <laughs> Well, never mind. Upcoming pay-per-view schedule. Oh, there's money in the bank in July. Oh, right. Money in the bank. And also, that's oh, something else. Oh, and then else. Battleground in July. Yeah, wow. there you go. So we got a couple more. Yeah. Uh, that's something else that happened is uh, Rusev did a video segment saying that... Uh, he keeps saying how he wants a title shot at Battle... at Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Um, and... There was a poll on WWE.com about, oh, should he have to earn it or should he be given the, 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 the opportunity? I think it's an interesting way to deal with the fact that he's, he's sidelined right now. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it keeps, keeps him, him in the conversation. Yeah, keeps him relevant but without risking further injury. Gives him time to recoup. Um, and, you wow. know. Philadelphia just gets a shit ton of paper. We could go. It's not that far. But do you really want to go to Philadelphia is the thing. 
No, what we need to, what we should go to is the Rumble in Philly in uh, January. That sounds a combination of amazing and like the worst goddamn thing I could ever think of possibly in my entire life ever. Philly sports fans are atrocious. They are the worst in the words of uh, also it's the Rumble. It's the Rumble, but it's in Philly. So to quote one of my favorite podcasts out there, that sounds repug. That sounds absolutely awful. But at the same time, it could be life changing. Um, I want to go. I'd be down. I I think that what we should have, if it's if it's for the Rumble, are tickets on sale? I doubt it because that's fucking January twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. You like, never you never know. They st- they put WrestleMania tickets on sale like a couple weeks after WrestleMania. I guess that's fair. Um, and it's one of the big four. Uh, what we should do is we should have for what's the last big four Survivor Series before the Rumble? Yeah, we should definitely if we decide we're going to the Rumble, which I am a definite hard maybe leaning towards yes on uh-huh. that idea. Uh huh. We should do a predictions for the Survivor Series and how apropos is the name Survive survivor series where the loser of the predictions or whatever contest we do mm-hmm. has to wear a cowboys jersey to the rumble the other one has to look out for them but you have to whoever loses has to wear like straight up like a cowboys jersey and like a giant's hat and just show up and just see what happens. See, as entertaining as that concept is, mm-hmm. that would require me to have to go out and purchase these items. I'll purchase and them. That's a waste of money. I'll purchase. It'll be that's knockoff. A waste cheap of money on everyone. Dude, cheap Chinatown fucking knockoff cowboy shirt. Just make it. Just go to the dollar store, get a white t-shirt and some finger paint, and paint it. It's and then even better. I would just I would just paint on the front like a cowboy star. And then, like, in black paint, just, like, the boys, because they'll know what you're saying. And the back of this paint, also, dot, 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 fuck Philadelphia. So we have five matches confirmed for Backlash. This is on Wiki? Yes. Okay. Uh, like we said, Orton Mahal, mm-hmm. Owen Styles, uh-huh. Corbin Zane. The six-women tag match okay. of... Charlotte, Becky, Naomi versus Natalia, Carmella, Tamina. With like James Ellsworth dancing around. Correct. Sure. That's three. Um, then, of course, the tags Usos versus Brizongo. Okay. Which I hope Brizongo fucking goes over. Oh, dude. don't we all? And. Although, oh, we also didn't mention the Usos had a really good promo. Oh, they did have a great promo. The, the 12 Days 12 promo. 12 Days promo. Which maybe we'll see that again with a. Uh, would it be six days promo? Sure, maybe. Uh, and then there's the Nakamura Ziggler match. Oh, right, which well, should fu- be probably legit. Yeah, with Ziggler probably getting dismembered, a la celebrity death match in the ring. Uh, how can I forget that the poster of the event right now is, is the Shinsuke. artist known as yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, so it'll be a, it'll be a decent pay per view, and they'll probably add a little bit to it. Yeah, the they'll probably get week. settled in the next show. So that's all that. Um, Nothing really in the news happened. Titus O'Neil getting Titus O'Neil could be getting sued, uh, which for something involving uh, swerved and him Swerp. attacking a camera guy. Swerp. And uh, a lot of people online have hypothesized that this is why season two, it was like 
the superstars playing pranks on other people. After the first couple episodes, yeah. Because uh, season one was definitely superstars playing pranks on each other and the mm-hmm. camera crews playing pranks on the superstars. Mm-hmm. And then they decided, like, let's have the superstars play pranks on people. I'm pretty bummed out because between if that lawsuit goes through and then also Paige not being there and she was one of the big hosts of it. Yeah. I really hope that they bring it back for a third season. I thought it was some of the best. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, season, some of the season two episodes weren't great. Sure. But the ones, especially with uh, where, where they had the kids doing like the promos oh. with Randy Orton and the sign making with that Ryback. Oh, my God. Those those are some of their best segments uh, of the whole series. Oh, yeah. So if they can keep that like. The prank, the fun, harmless pranks on kids ones, like just do a, a the whole booty, episode. The of booty that. juice. Though that one was okay. Uh, the the kids eating the gross food. That one kind of dragged for me. Uh, yeah, it went on a little too long, and they. But, but it was definitely there was some, especially when the kids saw that the new day was there, and then just like Big E being like, "I have I have kids to feed," and I put all my money into this, and Kofi's like, "I can't go home to my wife and son." If this is bad and the kids just want to say it tastes like awful, but they're just like, they can't. Yeah. Also, the Mark Henry midget. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yeah. They took all the stuff out from under his shirt or whatever, and then just like a small version of Mark Henry comes out. That's some good stuff. I hope season three comes comes eventually. Um, table three's back on. Mm-hmm. That show's fun. Road Trip has its moments. Some of it's a little too staged, like when they had all the commentators in a van. Yeah, that was a little too staged, but a lot of it feels fun. Listen to me talking about something WWE feeling staged and predicted. All right, everybody. So that's that's pretty much all we uh, we got. Oh, I mean, if he loses, it's for what, like a million bucks? What the lawsuit? Oh, I don't know. It's like for like a million dollars or something because he he was part of tasing. Well, all or something. all Titus O'Neil has to do is make it a win. Yeah. And the Titus brand will pay for it, and no problem. Whoa, yeah. And hopefully Apollo Crews can come back soon. Yeah, hashtag push Crews. <clears throat> so that's pretty much all the wrestling news that I got. Oh, and um, Marty Skrull, uh, the villain, uh, came out after uh, Kenny Omega interrupted via video uh, Adam Cole's last match at ROH. Cool moment with the Young Bucks. Um, very cool. Find it online. Worth watching. And it'll be interesting to see where Adam Cole goes now. Do you think this kind of teases that he's going to... The dubs? No. Uh, oh, New Japan. Japan. It was weird so, because the way like, that... Kind of setting up a feud with the way that with they, Kenny. The way that they had Kenny Omega talk, it almost sounded like they were teasing that he might sign with WWE. But the fact that Kenny Omega was in that does kind of me to me feel like yeah he could definitely end up feuding with him in new japan mm-hmm. either of those would be very cool yeah. um because if he ends up in wwe and ends up on like raw he'll be with balor and the club true and if he ends up on smackdown he ends up with aj styles so you can do cool stuff involving i just think that that would be yeah, but didn't he also say he wanted to go to nxt he wants to go to NXT before... If he comes to WWE, he said he wanted to go to NXT for a while before he comes to the main roster. Because uh-huh. he does want a main roster chance, but he wants to go to NXT because it's a good like hype-building you know, factory. Right? I mean, compared to how much money you're making on the indies, 
you're probably not making that much more money in NXT. Sure. But like unless you get the right contract. You've got to go like through the fucking roof. Oh yeah, plus uh, WWE pushes you on their shop. You know what I mean? Like they will push your product yeah. for you. Um so you're not having to, you know, travel around with a van of merch. Yeah. You know. Uh and then also just, you know, some people get the right contracts like Rude and uh Samoa Joe have well, Sidamojo when he was in NXT had yeah. uh, contracts that get them paid like WWE superstars, but in NXT. So you know, depending on how much value they see Adam Cole having, um, it's potential. Who knows? Yeah. Or he might end up in New Japan, and that could also be dope. Um, so anyway, there's not really any other news to really get to that I can not think really. of. No so- crazy drunken rants from anybody. No. <laughs> Tweet once. storms, no injury reports. Mm-hmm. So I got a fun oh, little game for us Roman. to play. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the WWE Family Feud. Alright. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put some music in there. I did the same fucking thing where I was thinking in my head earlier. I was like, I'll put some music in there, like, like the Family Feud theme, and then I started humming the Price is Right theme, and I was like, that's not right. Um, so here's how we're going to play this today. Bob is our contestant. Say Everyone say hey to Bob. Oh, me. Bob Fagany, you're from Ratchester, New York. Tell me, what's Buffalo like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's snowy, Jim. <laughs> so, uh, so here's how we're going to do this. Uh, there's uh, several rounds. The first oh, ones are single points. Uh, seven? Several? One, two, okay. three... Four, five, six, seven rounds. Uh, so the first three are regular points. The last four are double points. 806 possible total points. Bob, here's your goal. Your goal is 650. Okay? That's your goal, your target to win today because there is no lightning round because that would have been way too difficult to get. Is 650 points. Now, obviously, we don't have the surveys ourselves. So what I did was I went on WWE.com and pulled data from their polls. So it's not out of 100. It's out of thousands that replied. And it's by percentage rather than total number of people. So we're going to kick things off here. You get three strikes for the first couple rounds. And then after the first couple rounds, uh, yeah, we'll keep it three strikes the whole way through. Traditional style. Um, so... Question, uh, round number one, Bob. You ready? Oh, and also I should mention the prize. Uh, if you win, then you get the automatic tiebreaker for Backlash Predictions. And if you lose, then I get the automatic tiebreaker for Predictions. Okay. All right. And just so you understand that the, the 650 threshold is fair, if you got only the top one and two answers for every single category, which are not hard to do, Uh you'd have 522 points. Okay. So, here we go. Round number one. All right. Top seven answers on the board. All right, Bob. We surveyed the WWE universe. If Batista came back, who would you like to see as his first opponent? Uh Uh-huh. Top seven answers on the board. Let's go to Bob. Um, Who you got? John Cena. All right. Show me John Cena. 
please tell me you're not going to do this for all of them. Cena not on the board. All right. Let's go down the road of Bob. Uh, <laughs> Triple H? Show me Triple H. Number two answer. Triple H. Number two. All right, Bob. You got one strike. Move it on. If Batista came back, who would his first opponent, who should his first opponent be? WWE Universe. Full of marks. Uh, Undertaker. Show me the Undertaker. Mm. No, no Undertaker. That's two strikes oh. to Bob. Oh my gosh. The pressure's on. We move down the line to Bob. Roman Reigns. Show me Roman Reigns. Number five answer on the board. That's good for seven percentage points. Triple H, by the way, I got you 16. Uh huh. All right. So, two strikes. AJ Styles. Show me AJ Styles. Number four answer, also seven points. If it was like per, like percentages, like dot, whatever percent, I just rounded. So they tied-ish, but... Randy Orton. Show me Randy Orton. No, no, Randy oh, that's Orton. that's my third X. All right, three strikes. So uh, let's go through the answers. Number seven, Shinsuke Nakamura, four points. Number six, Samoa Joe, five points. The number three answer, Braun Strowman, oh. 16 points. And the number one answer, if Batista came back, who should his opponent be? The audience said Brock Lesnar, oh. 31 points. Damn. Wow, but it's okay. You're still in the hunt, dude. Okay. All right, next round, top five answers on the board. Who, according to the WWE Universe, was the top female superstar of 2016? 2016 top female superstar. Show me Charlotte Flair. Number three answer, 19 big needed points for Bob. All right. Again, top five answers on the board. Becky Lynch. Show me Becky Lynch. Number four answer. Good for eight points, Bob. Eight big old points. Top five answers on the board. Bailey. Top five superstars. Show me Bailey. Ooh, no Bailey. No Bailey on the top five. We surveyed the WWE Universe, which is full of marks. Just full of marks. Top female superstar Uh, 2016. Sasha Banks. Show me Sasha Banks. Number two. Good for 28 whopping points. Which means number one's worth even more. Top five ends of the board. We have number five and number one left. Top female superstar across NXT and WWE. Nikki Bella. Show me Nikki Bella. Number one answer. Yep, 29 yep, yep. points. Fucking marks, eh? And uh, then to wrap it up, Asuka. Show me Asuka. Oh, look at that. Bob's clearing the board. Six more points for Bob. All right. Very good round, Bob. Very good uh-huh. round. Making up making up some room there. All right. We're going to go to the third round. Top seven answers on the board. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'm just going to give you a pro little pro tip here right now. Yeah. This survey was from within the last month, and it's not NXT. Okay. Okay. Which superstar, male or female, has the coolest style? WWE Universe Ooh, surveyed. That's, that's a tough one. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, oh, and if you get if it's a tag team answer, I will give you if you say the like either superstar, I'll give you the whole thing. Okay. Top seven on the board. Well, I feel like that hint goes towards uh, Cesaro, so I'll say Cesaro. Show me Cesaro. Mm. Cesaro, no. Cesaro, oh, not on the board. 
Which superstar male or female has the coolest style? One strike, Bob, top seven on the board. Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh. Show me Mojo Raleigh. Oh, no, Bob. Two strikes. Two strikes. Yeah. It's okay. Top seven on the board. I'm out of touch. Plenty of options. Who has the coolest style? WWE Universe full marks answering. We've got the coolest style in the WWE main roster. <laughs> Let's go Nikki Bella again. <laughs> Show me Nikki Bella. No, I'm sorry, Bob. Wow, wow. goose That's a egg really round. Bad one. It's okay. We got the double points coming up. Uh, let's go through the answers. Show me number one, Alexa Bliss, twelve. Oh, number two, Enzo Amore, also okay. at twelve. Number three, Shinsuke Nakamura at twelve. Number four, Chris Jericho at nine. Number five, Sasha Banks at nine. Number six, Brizongo with six points. Wow, I'm surprised they got up there. And number seven, The Miz at six points. Huh. Who has the coolest style? I would. Wow. Okay. Miz has style, dude. He's always coming out in like fancy clothes. Yeah, but he's not supposed to be cool. Mm. He's supposed to be annoying and cocky and a dick. All right. Well, look. Here, here's anyway. the thing. You had a bang in second round. You got. I you did. got a couple good ones in the first round. You're not out of this. The points are now doubled. That's good news for you, Bob. Okay. All right. Now, WWE Universe was surveyed. Okay. And uh, when they did the survey, AJ Styles got 50% of the vote on this one. Uh-huh. Because, of course, he did. So I took him out of the running. Sure. But double, double the points anyway. Who else besides AJ Styles is the contender for top male superstar of 2016? Top five answers on the board. Okay. Top male superstar of 2016, according to the universe, not AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Show me Shinsuke. No. No wow. Shinsuke. Top five answers only. Okay. He was he was in the list. He did uh, not make the top five. Seth Rollins. Show me Seth Rollins. Number five. Okay. Doubled up. He gets you eight points. He's the fifth answer. Uh, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Show me Romy Reigns. You got it. Number one answer with 24 big points for the big dough. (laughs) The big dough. God damn it. Okay. Does it hurt you to say that? (laughs) A little bit, dude. It actually physically just stung in my heart. Uh, We got answers two, three, and four left on the board. Dean Hambrose. Show me the lunatic fringe. Number two, 18 points. There it is. Got three and four left on the board. Top Uh, male superstar for 2016 in a bucket full of marks. Give me Finn. Give me Finn Balor. Give me food. Give me five. Give me Balor. That's number three. Ten big points nice. for you. And you only got one and strike. And John Cena. And give me John Cena for another ten at the fourth answer. Yeah, Bob. There it is. Bob just publisher cleared the house. <laughs> All right. So we are through four rounds here. We'll tally the points up at the end. Uh, <laughs> this round is the one that you were going to absolutely just be like, well, this round's bullshit. Okay. But Fun. it was not easy to find enough of these polls. Okay. That didn't suck. Top four answers on the board. Okay. Only four. What is your... We've surveyed the WWE Universe. What is your favorite move by Seth Rollins? The Sling Blade. By Seth Rollins. Yeah. All right. The Sling Blade. Not on the list. 
Finn Balor does the Sling Blade. So does Seth it. Rollins. This is the top four only from the WWE Universe. They did not put that in there. The pedigree. Show me pedigree. Number three answer for 36 big ol' points. Okay. And that should tell you that, like, the top four were, like, predominantly the winners. So, one strike. Pedigree's number three. Three answers left on the board. One, two, and four. Favorite move by Seth Rollins from the WWE Phoenix Splash. Show me Phoenix Splash. Number one answer. 64 big ol' motherfucking points. We are no longer family friendly and eligible for advertising. Uh, number two and number four. Also, real quick, this will help you. This quiz is a week old. His new knee strike thing. Show me his new knee strike thingy. Number two answer, and that's exactly how I wrote it because I don't remember the name they gave it, but it was dumb. I just wrote new knee finisher. Fifty-four big motherfucking points for Bob. We got the fourth answer left. Okay, he got one strike. Uh, favorite move by is, Seth Rollins. Isn't it called the blockbuster? Is that your guess? Yeah. I'm going to say no. Okay. Because the answer is a very much like definitive thing, and it is not not any of that. Okay. I, I tell you what. I will give you one hint no. for the rest of this entire challenge. You can use it now or you can use it later. I'll use it later. All right. You got, got one strike or one strike left. You have two. Yeah. Number four answer. Favorite move by Sethi Rollins. Uh... I'm going to toss it away. I doubt this would show up on a WWE poll, but I'm just going to say the curb stomp. Ooh, sorry, Bob. Not the curb stomp. Number four answer, turnbuckle powerbomb. Oh. Turnbuckle powerbomb. That's okay. I didn't think they'd highlight the move that he put three people on the shelf for, but that's okay. Who knows, dude? All right, here we go. Round number six. Round number six. Which we surveyed the WWE universe. Which WWE tag team would you want to take out and hang out with on spring break? Okay. Top three answers on three the board. Three answers. Enzo and Cass. Show me Enzo and Cass. They're there for number one answer at 56 points. I knew it. I knew it. All right. You got uh, two more answers on the board. Which WWE tag team would you want to hang out with on spring break? Let's say Usos. Show me the Uggos. No. First strike for Bob. Okay, then no Uggos. and Cesaro. Show me Cesaro. Number three answer. 38 okay. points, Bob. You got one strike. And, and then you're looking for the number Brizongo. two answer. Which WWE tag team would you want to hang out on spring break? Show me Brizango. Uh, that's a Brizango. Two strikes for Bob. Uh, mm, you can use your hint. You got one hint. You got uh, two rounds. You got this, Bob. What tag team would you want to go out on a spring break with? The party dudes. Come on. Who would you want to party with on spring break? The, the one tag team that doesn't exist anymore? You know, this 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 poll is also only a week or two old. Yeah, so uh, it's not going to be the Hype Bros. It's not going to be the Hype Bros. I can tell you that much. Uh, oh, man. And you're going to hear it and you're going to be like, fuck. You're going to be like, oh, fucking course, dude. How did I miss this, dude? 
How did I miss the how did Bob Feckety miss this? <laughs> oh, New Day. Duh. Show me New Day. Yeah. It just went off TV for so long, I forgot. Big 54 points bringing Bob right back into the thick of things. Here we go. This is the final round. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bob, we surveyed the WWE universe. Who in his career was the Undertaker's biggest rival. Uh, Top five answers on the board. Shawn Michaels. Oh, show me Shawn Michaels. Number one answer. 58 points. Good. There we go. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Number two answer. 38 points in the yeah. double round. There we go. We got three answers left. Three, four, and five. Uh, Who was Undertaker's biggest rival? Show me the trips. No, Triple H not in the top five answers. Should have right. been. I'm gonna. I'm gonna we use understand. a hint line. Here. All right. Uh, would you like a hint for the number three, four, or five answer? Three, obviously. Three. Here's your hint for the number three answer. This WWE superstar may soon be a mayor oh, in Tennessee. Kane. Yeah. Show me, kid. All the points. 32. And the number three answer for Bear. We got four and five left. You got one strike. Who was Taker's biggest rival, according to the marks? Um. According to the type of people that would go out of their way to take a quiz on or a poll on WW.com. Edge? Show me Edge. No, no edge. No edge in there. Sorry, Bamboo. Uh, you got two strikes here, bruh. And you got two answers left in the round with your with, with what could be your last guess of the game. Number four and five answers on the board. Who, according to the type of person that would go to WW.com to take a fucking poll, was Undertaker's biggest rival? <laughs> That's a hint in of itself. See, here's the problem, though, is that I've only known the man to really feud with, like, three people. Yeah. Because he's only been around for one match. Here's the thing. Well, <laughs> okay, then, Roman Reigns. Show me Roman Reigns! Of course they put him there at number five! Jesus Christ. 18 points! Jesus Christ. You know, that one match feud that made him the biggest rival of all time? All right, number four. Um, I'm not giving you any more hints because you might have already won this thing. You only blew two rounds, and I don't even think they were the double point rounds. Uh, number four. Yeah, I'm thinking with somebody that like maybe had. Clearly, it's not like old feuds though. So yeah, I can't be trying to dig too far back. Not like too I far. thought Edge was at least close enough. Um, but I mean, that was at least still like mid two thousands, right? Well, I, I'm not giving you any more hints. Because here's the thing is is at this point you may have already won, and if it comes down to these 18 points, I, I don't, don't know if he's ever feuded with this man. So mm-hmm. you may laugh, but sure. I am going to just lock this in right now for yeah. a final answer because I don't care. Sure, uh, The Rock, The Rock, because that's something that WWE would bring up. That is not a bad guess, but it is not The Rock. Number four answer, Mankind. Oh, that would have been smart. Mankind. Oh, All right, Bob. Sure thing. Let's board. see if you got a 650 was your target goal, Bob. I think you may have got it. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Your winner 
and new guy who automatically gets the fucking tiebreaker at Backlash. Me. Just a little too short. Ouch. Oh, man. I uh, shouldn't have bumbled all wait, those. What was, the, uh, what was the total? Three, 638? 628, I Six, think. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. I, think it was, I thought it said 638. 638 plus 18. Mankind would have got it. Oh. Oh. I am glad I didn't fucking do that. No, really, I, I should have just figured people who have good styles. Well, that round also didn't help. Dumbo Bob goofed all those. Anyway, I hope you guys had fun listening. We had fun doing it, right? I had fun. That was a fun I one. I mean, your announcing did get a little old afterwards. But Sorry, dude. It's fine. Anyway, well, maybe I can trim it up in post. Or maybe I won't give a shit because I just want to upload it to the fucking internet. It's 8 o'clock on a Sunday. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week to talk about the go home for pay or backlash. Backslash. Backslash. Hey, it's almost been a year. It's I think it's been a year. It's getting close. If it's I got to figure out so we can celebrate our one year anniversary and make sure Podbean account doesn't go down. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> got to make sure we got to. I don't think that's on auto renew. Anyway. All right, everybody. You can find Bob on the Twitter at Bob Faggot. You can find me at CB Punks. You can find the both of us on Twitter and Facebook at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week to talk more wrestling stuff with you right here on the Small Pack Show. It's Small Package, guys. It's fun. Listen to it.